Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Ruth. And I'm Claire. And today we're going to talk about professionalism. But first, Ruth, how was your week? My week was um, exciting because, in a bad way, because we had Uh-oh. a second incident of a snake being brought in oh, by no. the cats. Yes, it's I, becoming I, a theme. It is becoming a theme, and it's not something I thought I would have to deal with. My kids were like, we've never seen you move so fast because I <laughs> leaped onto the couch with a lot of agility. I kind of have a theory that it might have been the first snake... Like Again? It's, yeah, I'm convinced because my husband, when he threw it away in the middle of his meeting, it was near the open garage. So I sort of had this story in my head that the snake has been living in the garage and mm. I feel this might have proven me right. So that was <laughs> exciting and distressing. And again, lucky that it hasn't happened while I was teaching on Zoom yet. But Now, do you feel any, do you think if this happened a third time, you'd start to feel less animosity towards the snake or is it getting more animosity towards the snake? I feel like because animosity, it's like it's. It's more like complete terror. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, I hear what you're saying because Eric like picked it up and was like hanging out with it for a while, like <laughs> looking at it. And I was just like, if you don't get that thing out of the house, like we're done. Like you have to get this thing out of here. So yeah, and I don't think I'm quite in the rational mind space yet, but maybe we'll find out as this continues to happen. Yeah. Apparently a lot. So yeah. How about you? How was your week? It was good. I wanted to report about this new show that we watched that Ooh. I'm super into, which is called Legacies. Have you heard of it? No. It's, I'm um, already, I'm super excited about the title. Know. Just from the title, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the school for supernatural people, which is, oh my God. which is werewolves and vampires. Oh my God. And, um, and so they've got all kinds of, you know, teen drama is like kind of the backdrop. And then there's all the magic with the werewolves witches and vampires and then they have a bunch of monsters that come and they're really i think it's really cool they rethink monsters that you already know about in all kinds of different stories where monsters exist you know folk tales and fairy tales and all that and they kind of rework them and do some twist or something and um anyway i'm super into it and recommend kind of you kind of had me at teen drama but (laughs) once you start adding in monsters i'm like yes absolutely is it like is it super grim how no okay then i'm into it yeah yeah i mean there's you know there's there's always the evil that you're fighting like in most things like that but no i i'm not into grim or super scary and i was i was super into this well because every year we have this issue around halloween where i love all the stuff uh-huh but i can't cope with anything scary you know what uh-huh. i mean and yeah, so yeah, trying yeah. to find like Shaun of the dead is kind of a good halloween okay. movie for me because you know it's not there's a couple of jumps but it's not you know psychologically terrifying totally totally yeah, so, yeah 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 i bet you like, like legacies yeah okay because i'm really into that monster content but mm-hmm. not the you know not sleeping for four weeks <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. so me just that. yeah yeah Cool. So do you want to give us our quote for this week? Sure. So this is a quote from Daniel H. Pink, who wrote Drive, The the Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us, which is a really Mm. good book about motivation, both for yourself and for students and anybody you're trying to motivate. So anyway, this quote is, 
One source of frustration in the workplace is the frequent mismatch between what people must do and what people can do. When what they must do exceeds their capabilities, the result is anxiety. When what they must do falls short of their capabilities, the result is boredom. But when the match is just right, the results can be glorious. Wow. I know. And I was thinking about how, I mean, we have a lot of control in our jobs about what we must do because we set up the classes kind of how we want to. Um, but it's totally true that if I start thinking I must make this assignment and that assignment and I have to grade this thing and there's actually not that much time to do it today, then that is anxiety. And um, so anyway, it's a reminder that I can control what I must do and have it align with what I, what I can do, you know? It's, it's super interesting and it feels very timely because I feel like everyone I'm talking to, like their workload has changed a lot with this now teaching online. Yes. And that kind of maybe getting, I don't know, just recognizing where we need to put the line. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just not possible to totally recreate my entire in-person class totally. online. Or, you know, like I think we talked about a little bit off air, like there's so many more things you have to explain. So mm -hmm. what can you cut out? Or like if you're going to spend more time on this one, you know, all that sort of stuff. All but, that sort of stuff. If you need to yeah. transition this assignment to being virtual, that takes the extra time. So what something will have to go away or else you're just going to be anxious and not doing it all. Totally. And I, I feel anxious about I've decided to not do labs every week mm -hmm. for both me and the students. But um, but then I get anxious. I'm like, oh, but this isn't exactly the same as what they usually would do. You sure. know, so, yeah, but I'm, I like that quote. Cool. So professionalism, okay. mm -hmm. what, um, what are you thinking about professionalism? Do you have anything you want to say before we get into what's working and what we're working no, on? No, I think, I, I think it's such an interesting one uh -huh. and it can be totally, yeah, it depends. And I wonder, were you, so I guess I'm thinking about it both through the lens of me and my students. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, what's, what's working for you with professionalism? I think, um, I'm trying to like re, I guess in my own head, redefine it a little okay. bit. Okay, and I cool. feel like definitely getting more comfortable with whatever my version of it is and not trying to emulate someone else's version. Okay. I like, Do you it. know, yeah. and like kind of, I feel like, um, and I think quite a few communities can feel like the word professionalism has been like weaponized a bit. Mm -hmm. And if you're not exactly like me, then you're not being professional or it's, you know, and I've even heard of instances where people kind of use that term against people, but it's so nebulous and mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, we'll know it when we see it, but you're not it, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And sure. so I think that's what's working well for me is to try and feel comfortable with my way of interacting and presenting myself in work mm -hmm. as being professional. Okay. I and like sort that. Of redefining it. And I think like for me, something I would really deem as professionalism is being really well prepared mm, for yes, class and totally so like sometimes in the past I've worked like am I too chatty is that not professional but I kind of keep trying to come back to what my actual definition of it is and okay like being professional and valuing or sorry being prepared valuing the student's time oh, I love that it. sort of stuff and yeah and then definitely it's yeah I'll come to this more on the working on too but it is tricky right when you like want to have like interactions with students that like you make connections uh -huh. and then where's the line, right? Because you can easily, people easily fall into unprofessional interactions with students. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think I have a good 
feeling in my own head about where that is. Okay, cool. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah, so you've got a good feeling about what it means for you to be professional and you're working on being confident that you don't need to incorporate other people's definitions of professional in. And exactly. then you have a good definition yourself where that line is. Right, yes. And I think and too yeah. And I think that's something I really appreciate having reflected on uh-huh. because it feels like then if someone was ever to say, oh, but that's not very professional, I think I would be able to confidently sure. be like, no, no, I think it is because I'm always X, Y, and Z. And yeah. like with student interactions, I think the line is always, they're not your friend. Like you mm-hmm. can be friendly and supportive to them, but they should never be needing to support you. You know what I mean? That's a good point. I like that and line. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So that's been kind of what's working well for me is getting a bit more confidence about mm-hmm. believing in my own version of professionalism i love it and i really like those points about preparedness and about respecting their time yeah that's that's huge i like it so what about for you what's working well for you well so i wanted to say so our university is pretty casual both yes clothes and most professors go by their first names and so we Mm -hmm. kind of have a casual setting um here to begin with um I guess one thing that's working for me is I I like to see my role as to provide an example of professional behavior for the students to mm. follow. And um, so an example is emails. You know, I don't mind oh, if yeah. students send me really casual emails, but I always reply. Well, I, I always is a strong word, but my goal is to always <laughs> reply with, uh, you know, a professional email where we start off. Hi, so and so, you know, nice, complete sentences with correct capitalization you know and then a nice close off and my my goal you know I'm not trying to tell them they should do it differently or something but I'm trying to provide examples so that if they are trying to write a professional email hopefully they have that as an example in the back of their minds that kind of thing yeah that's I mean you're kind of answering a lot of things I'm thinking about for my work and on oh interesting but yeah I like that that's awesome yeah um yeah, so I guess I don't. I never talk about that directly with the students, but that's that's just kind of kind of there. Um, and then also about about clothes and stuff. I, I, I because we have this casual setting, I don't think I'd want to actually be like business casual. You know, that would be yeah. kind of out of out of place. But I feel like it's important for me, kind of for my confidence in running the classroom. I feel better if I'm not dressed like a slob. You know, I feel like it's more. I'm in, I'm holding the place at the front of the classroom a little bit better, you know? Dude, I, 9,000%. And I think, like, for me, I'm definitely very casual. But then I I think I hadn't realized until now I'm in my pajamas at home all the time. <laughs> like, I actually did wear, like, sort of, like, not totally professional, but also not stretchy pants. Totally. Yeah, pajamas, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really interesting, too, what you're saying about... You remember, I think I mentioned on the podcast before a book called The Professor is In. Oh, yeah. And it was about job interviews. And it was saying, you know, to kind of reading the room, mm-hmm. you know, and they were talking about one guy who came to an interview in a full suit and sort of quickly realized this was like a little too much, too much. and sort of took off his jacket and casually like took his tie off and kind of got himself more oh, nice. acquainted to. But then it can go the other way because I heard of an interview panel where somebody came here which is quite casual 
but in really, really scruffy clothes. And mm. people felt kind of disrespected. But I think it's totally, you got to be appropriate to where you are. Sure. But I like having my teaching clothes yeah. too. And it feels a little bit more like putting on, like I, so this is, I'm not a big jewelry person but i put on earrings every time i go to zoom oh how nice it just makes me feel a little bit more like i'm getting into that headspace totally totally you know two minutes ago i was washing dishes but now i'm like yeah my teaching got my teaching earrings on so totally totally yeah Yeah. um yeah a slight exception is i would wear slobby clothes in the lab because i'm always getting acid spots on my pants and then they get holes oh, and yeah. stuff but i recently upgraded to having a lab coat so that i can not have as many holes in my pants on lab days <laughs> which always looks so cool whenever i see you in the lab coat i'm like yeah like it's so that's so awesome i'm super into the lab coat thank you that is cool cool so what are you working on with professionalism my thing I'm working on is I don't actually believe what I totally said in the first part. So like <laughs> okay. trying to really believe that uh-huh, and like really totally. be comfortable with it. And it's hard. It's hard. You know, I struggle with, you know, just having that kind of courage of my convictions. Mm-hmm. And it's a little hard, too, because students have the same training I had, you know, like people sort of believe, oh, no, someone being very formal is them being professional. You know what I mean? And so sometimes Mm -hmm. students can interpret me being chatty as, oh, like she's just, you know, so too casual. You know Uh what I mean? And so there's a little bit of that, I think. And just kind of coming back to that over and over again and Uh feeling good about like, nope, this is, you know, and we, as we talked about, like we're coming up to tenure stuff. Yes. And so (laughs) I wish everyone could see Claire's face right now. (laughs) um but you know and then so then I get kind of fretful like what if that showed up in some letter or something like she's not professional enough but but I do I do like I feel confident about my relationships with students that while chatty and friendly and supportive of them it doesn't flip over into me being like them actually being my friends do you know what I mean right right and you've got the preparedness and the respect in their time. And I would imagine maybe at the beginning of the class, it takes some people a little while to adjust to this being professional. Oh, totally. Like you're not just chatting because you don't have s- your stuff ready to go. You're right, chatting yeah. as part of your dynamic in the classroom. And if they, as the class progresses, I'm sure that they get more used to that and realize that you are prepared and you are respecting their time and probably does help expand their view of professionalism. Right. And it can depend, you know, because I think I told you like a long time ago, one of our early, early podcasts about a student who later, you know, she was great. And I had her in a lot of classes and she did research with me. But she said in the first week, she was like, who is this person? Is this person (laughs) actually capable of teaching this class? And, you know, so it's it definitely that can be tricky. And I feel it more intently at the beginning when you're trying to get that buy in. And I think. Another thing I struggle with is, say, the emails thing for me. And it's funny because I think of myself as being super casual. But when someone writes me a really casual email, it irks me Mm. so, like, intensely. Like, someone emailed me a while ago, like, get back to me ASAP. And I was like, oh, just so (laughs) irritated about it. And I think, you know, and I like what you're saying, just, like, keep modeling it back. And Uh that's what you're supposed to do with your kids. 
you know, little children, which I'm totally unsuccessful at, but <laughs> just keep modeling back. It's oh. a bit true at the moment, but, you know, so just without having to say, but sometimes students have written emails or a student emailed me during the summer from their private email address. Uh-huh. And it was some like not super inappropriate, but like quite silly name they'd given on their email, you know, oh, like okay. it wasn't their actual name. And I was kind of like. I managed to sort of say like, hey, it might be better if you actually use your, you know, so, but I don't know how sometimes you're like, you do people, these kids are going to go into the world of work, right. And need to sure. behave a certain way. And for that, yeah. Right. And so I think kind of feeling, I wish I had a better system for kind of letting people know, you know, yeah. hey, that's not, and we co-taught a class that was for first time freshmen Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was about like how to college and you know and like I feel like one thing we really did was like here's how you should address people in emails this would be nice and that's true you know it's always a good idea to start calling someone professor and then ask them what they'd like to be called Mm -hmm. you know and all of those kind of of things more professional yeah Mm -hmm. and I think I really appreciated that and I thought it was super great for the students but I don't quite know how to do that on the fly you know like as situations arise when it's not like a module in a class so yeah it's a good point because yeah my general style is the modeling and I very rarely say something directly but that Mm -hmm. is sometimes the definitely the only way to go and other times it might just be helpful in general to be more direct about it um so yeah that is really interesting when when do you be direct and how do you be direct and how do you be direct so that you're still um having a positive interaction and it's a learning experience but not a slap on the hand you know right and like I definitely don't want to sort of police how people present themselves but then there's a couple of times where you're like oh like if you send that email to the guy you're applying to an REU for with that silly name on it that's not gonna show that you're you know and like whatever it is so totally yeah it's it's a fine line that's interesting so it's kind yeah. of what I'm working on, too, is um, oh, okay. the balance of the professional and the relatable. Mm-hmm. So I want to have authority and respectability and all that, but I also don't want to be intimidating. And I think adding some casualness helps make it more, helps make me more relatable and less intimidating. And so that balance, you know, in normally the way I balance it, if we have face-to-face classes, is I'm just kind of... I, I wave my hands around crazily in the classroom and, you know, I, I do that kind of thing. Um, without having that, I've kind of this semester shifted a little bit more casual in my emails. Um, there's more exclamation yeah. points and stuff like that, which oh I think God, we touched on a while points. ago. <laughs> yeah. I feel like someone should charge me for it. <laughs> it's out of control. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I think in order to be less intimidating and not that just scary figure at the front of the classroom, um, I think that being a little more casual can help with that relatability. Mm-hmm. So just where is that balance and also how has it, how does it shift in a virtual classroom versus a face-to-face classroom is kind of what I'm, what I'm working on. Totally. And I, I think you're so right because, I mean, this virtual format is so difficult to get that same kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Or like just that chat you have at the beginning of class. Exactly. And I've been doing the most awkward. Like I come on there early and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah? And like someone's like, 
on mute and like they're they're not even there you know what I mean and like it's just it's so awkward but um well that's interesting to hear that's what you do because I've just been like not getting there until the last minute so that they no I think that might be a good idea because it's just really awkward and I just make everyone (laughs) uncomfortable so they're just like oh god is someone going to reply to her so embarrassing yeah maybe maybe it's not a good thing but um but I think, you know, and I think our situations are a little different that I'm only interacting with them once a week live. And oh, so yeah. I feel like it's so weird. You know, the first day was so intense. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, wow, there's only 14 more of those to go. You know, that's a good point. It's, it's, it's very, it's very strange. But yeah, it's weird because relatable. Like I love, I loved when we were teaching together and the kind of faces on everyone when you were like, you, you did a really good exercise with them with the note card and, oh. you know, what's something I, you know, you want me to know about you. And then you kind of did an example of it and we're saying like, I'm in a band and I was writing a novel and they're all like, whoa, and like super into it. But I've heard, I've been in other situations where like a professor might be, like I overhear students saying like, oh, I heard professor so-and-so had a wild night last night and they were super hungover today. And you're like, well, mm, Didn't that's need, not relatable. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's, that's, like, that was uh, over the line. Yeah. Where, yes, Didn't exactly. Over the line. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But then, like, cause it, again, I think I've talked about it on here. I, it's not a deliberate thing cause it's just, I'm a chronic talker, but you know, like I will mention like, oh yes, my kids, you know, mm-hmm. Someone just started kindergarten this week or like my eldest just got her glasses and, you know, whatever it is. And just to have that bit of chat. And I do worry that sometimes people will be like, oh, no, not professional. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's definitely balance. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think I think, you know, you can be more professional in one area and less in another. And it still balances out to professional and relatable. Um, so there's lots of ways to do it and have it work work out great yeah well I actually um you know the the horrible process of going through your evaluations uh-huh. for the tenure stuff and I kind of think it averages like once a semester or once every two semesters I get one student who says I wish the tone was less conversational okay. in the class uh-huh. and so I was kind of writing my reflection about that and I didn't want it to sound as obnoxious like but it's kind of like I thought about this and the amount of students who say they really appreciated totally. the casual atmosphere, totally. like it sort of outweighs it. And if this student is looking for formal, they're probably going to get that elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that sounds maybe a bit obnoxious, but I kind of yeah. literally just wrote that last night where I was like, hmm. I mean, that's, that's how it is with student evaluations, you know, that some yeah. people are going to hate the same thing that the other people love. And so you can't, just go by one so if you you periodically get somebody who says it's too casual but for the most part people like it sounds sounds good to me yeah yeah anyway well thanks for all the thoughts about professionalism it's it's definitely helpful to to think about it and like you say be intentional about what what are we what do we mean when we say professional so that we can we can well i have I mean, I've never actually really had a colleague say anything about not being professional, but, you know, I think I definitely had a conversation with someone who was like, like, well, is that very professional? And Mm -hmm. it totally sent me into like, oh my God, I'm not professional. And so I kind of like having a little bit more of thought about it so that if it does come up, I'm like, wait, no, I could see how you might think that, but actually showing a picture of my child Mm -hmm. on the first day is actually, you know, 
trying to do this other thing. It's not just me being out of control. Right, right. You know, it wasn't so, a willy-nilly yeah. thing. It was an intentional thing, and I'm sticking behind it. Yeah. It's not the hungover dude. It's not so. the hungover dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to be that. That. I'm glad that's my line. I'm like, <laughs> have I gone over the hungover dude line? No, I'm okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Claire. And I think I'm glad you picked this topic, especially in these new interactions that we're having. Good. Yeah, it is. It, and... it does seem like a different, a different way of doing it. So. And if anybody out there has like an actual formula for how many exclamation points are too many in one email, then let us know. We would love to know that. Yeah. <laughs> that <formula. laughs> I feel like I'm breaking that rule every day. But yeah. Cool. Thanks, Claire. Thanks, Ruth. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.